0: Sí,
1: señor!
0: Oh! <laughs> Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB podcast. Primos are in the house and we're ready. We are on YouTube. Make sure everybody you're spiking the like, giving us a like and subscribe. Make sure you're uh, following us on Familia FFB on YouTube. We got Primo Hector. ¿Cómo estás, bebe? Good man, ready to rock
1: and roll. It's a nice, cozy evening here in the San Fernando Valley and uh, ready ready to go.
0: And straight out of Sonoma, we got Nico Las Vegas, primo Nico. Como estamos?
2: That's right, That's right Ooh. baby.
0: We know where your Raza is. And we also know that after tomorrow, after, so we're recording this on Wednesday evening, after Thursday evening, we know that you're going to dig out all that Dodger gear and just bring it right back. Cause we going in the house. That's that Willie McCut, you know, that, that baby, that Barry bonds built and we're going to knock it, you know, we're going to knock it out of the park and we're gonna advance and take Literally. on both Yeah, Vámonos, baby. Hey,
1: oh, hey, hey, George. You and I both know you can't spell Lancaster without L A.
0: Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> like that one, Nico. Ooh, that's a good one. Like that. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, you know what? You can tell he hasn't even heard, he's never heard that one before.
2: Yeah. I just, also,
0: <laughs> uh, um. I <laughs>
2: We're primos, and I'm so glad that primo, from Spanish to English, translates so well, because primo is such a good word. I mean, it could have been something else like, you know, oh, we're cacas. Yeah, my caca cousin, yeah, But it's primo. You know, it's like the prime. We are prime brothers. That's right. That's oh, good. Yeah. That's right. oh, yeah, because because as we always
0: say, todos somos familia. And, but we are especially, we're sangre, sangre. Yeah, Ricky, you're hoping that Primo Ricky joins us. Yeah, he had another commitment, but uh, he's going to try and come in. But, yeah, hey, yeah. make sure you're following us at FamiliaFFB.com. Uh, you can also follow us follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FamiliaFFB.com. We'll give all to everybody else's information, but you know what? We're f- first off. I know we're going to talk about some football, but who? I'm so fired up about this game. I mean, I was a little worried about last night uh, with the Dodgers, uh, but now, hey, you know what? We got a Mexican left-hander on the uh, on on the mound tomorrow with this, you know, ready for a clinch game. Let's go. Um, I, I, Let's I go. you know,
2: you know, yeah. it's forty-year. Go ahead, baby. No, I. I um I, I thought they would go game five because they always do. The advertisers do it on purpose. I thought I heard some some uh, Good Sam trash cans in the back doing code, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, five games, five games. We need some more ads." So, you know, um, so good for Good Sam because it comes back to the Bay Area. I was supposed to go to the game, but my best friend's brother, cousins, sister in laws, next door neighbor did not have a ticket for me, so I won't be able to go. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So you'll, okay. you'll just be wa- you'll you'll be watching Sydney, with me with been? with the rest of us. You'll be watching with the rest of us now. But that's the cool thing because all of a sudden you have you, you know you were telling me earlier today you got like five you know TV screens in your house. So now all of a sudden you can actually watch that and Thursday night football because the games are going to be going on at the same time.
2: Yeah, yeah. we're going to spin the web, as in our picture, to catch the Dodgers, and uh, it'll be very very exciting. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: And us on the 40th anniversary of Fernando Mania, Fernando Mania, we've got from Sinaloa, Julio Urias, 20 game winner, first 25, 20 game winner in five years, Cinco Anos. And, and you know what, a Mexican left-hander, I, you know, we love it. Fernando, you know, was such an inspiration 40 years ago for all of us, even Nico, Nico was a fan back then. But, uh, you know, wouldn't it be cool to do it again? And uh, another bit of information, uh, Friday. So they got to keep playing because Friday is the, the 33rd anniversary of the Kirk Gibson home run.
2: Whoa. Well, so, you know, 140, it'll be the anniversary, 140 years of the cable car being invented. So, you know, we've got that one also. Uh, you know, hey, I've got a whole bunch too. come on. You want to go? You want to go? No. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's cool.
0: Let the cable car, let all the San Francisco people, you know, take the cable cars all over the place. Let them go to the bars and the cantinas and everything, so they they could drink plenty of wine and you know whiskey and tequila or something like that, and just drown their sorrows because it's gonna be on, baby. I know. As they did Rocky.
2: Ding, ding. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it kind
1: of comes. It kind of comes full circle, right? The cable car is also known as a trolley, and the Dodgers are a trolley Dodgers. Oh, yeah. comes full circle.
0: Muy bien. <laughs> that would be a good little
2: commercial. That you know, San Francisco coming down, Dodgers are trying to get out of the way. And right. I like that. There you go. I love it. How, I love that's it how, that's
0: how
1: that's why they're called the Dodgers. There you go. That's
2: right. So yeah, we, so we so don't we so don't mind it, if you guys borrow that. You know, we don't have any rights to it. So go ahead and take it. You know, run with it. It's uh, <laughs> it's all good. Well, well,
0: familia. First off, uh, before we get into everything, also, you know, there's another Dodger-related comment. Uh, We got I got permission to republish an article that I wrote 12 years ago uh, for the Dodger magazine. Uh, I got permission from the Dodgers uh, and other entities to uh, repurpose that article. And I put it on the FamiliaFFB.com website. And I've already seen we've gotten a lot of traction to the website because of that article. Awesome. Uh, and uh, it, this article is chronicling the, the childhood friendship between Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of people have talked about the fact that they've grown up, to, that they grew up together. Well, uh, I'm lucky enough that this I wrote this article when Kershaw had just turned 21 years old and he was going into his first full season in the big leagues. And Matthew Stafford, I put I I timed it so that this would go out the same month that he was getting drafted by the Detroit Lions, as it turned out, number one overall in the, in the NFL draft. And I and I tell you, it was so cool, kind of reliving that article and kind of reading it again and looking and seeing, it, it, the the stars definitely Kershaw and Stafford are stars now, and they were then. Uh, they were rising stars then, but the stars of this article were the moms, las mamas. Uh, you know, cool. uh, Mrs. Stafford, Mrs. Kershaw, they were just fantastic in the interviews that I did with them. They were just, and I even got to talk to one of their youth coaches who. Uh, Relate a story of watching the two of the, you know Clayton and uh, Matthew take uh, uh, playing uh, catch with a football, and they when they were seven years old, and he said, "Okay, these kids don't have seven-year-old arms. They're." they're different. <laughs> so it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really cool. So Familia, I, I really hope you uh, make sure to check out that article and uh, I've got it, I've got it pinned to my Twitter account. So please make sure you check it out. It, it, it was just, it was uh, seeing the vintage photos of the two of them when they were seven years old. And then when they were on the Dodgers of all teams, holding up a championship trophy uh, when they were 10 years old, I mean, it was just cool. priceless priceless. A lot of people have seen those art- so those photos uh, over the years. Well, you know, it, I actually was the one who acquired them and the Dodgers have them in their library right now. So it's uh it's really cool. It's really cool. Very proud of awesome. it. Very, very, pr- very yeah, proud of it. N- price, even Nico's yeah. going to read it. Even Nico's going to read the article. <laughs> And then, and it, and it, you know, and I just love the fact that they're both in LA now, and it's just oh circle. Yeah, it's it's so awesome, <laughs> it's so utterly awesome. Well, before we get into get into some other stuff, uh, I also want to give a shout out to um, my my hermano from another from another familia the, from the Rum Boys Fantasy Network, uh, Robbie Johnson. He sat me down gave me uh over over stream yard of all things a uh tutorial on you know kind of get our youtube presence a little bit better and kind of get it get our message out there a little bit more so hopefully we're reaching more people because of that so i i could already tell that our waiver wire show went to a little you know went to a few more people than usual so uh hey familia it, it, you know we're always glad to get more familia in, in the house so uh nod to the Boys. muchas gracias robbie so, oh, uh, so well. Let's get into the betting preview, okay? So uh, we got three bets that we're that we're putting down right this week. These are our uh, uh, we, our
1: our, our, uh, our slam dunks.
0: These are our slam dunks, and there's gonna be plenty of discussion. And actually, Lots. Nico, I also want I want you to share. I also want you to share your money line uh, underdog money, money line bet. But number one, Pittsburgh minus five points uh, against Seattle. That was my pick. Uh, To me, the reason why I I was looking at this pick was the fact that Pittsburgh's at home. I know this has not been a great year for Big Ben, but their defense is still great. Their running game is still great. Seattle is not defending the run. Nor definitely not defending the run and against the pass, uh, they're definitely not doing well against wide receivers. And this game is in Pittsburgh. You know the five point line. I know, uh, and Geno Smith taking over at quarterback. I I think this is a two touchdown win for Pittsburgh.
1: I agree. I mean, I I see Geno Geno Smith in his last game. um, He threw a pick. (laughs) You know. Yeah. He hasn't. You know. He's he he hasn't seen much. You know, much work in the NFL. You know, for several years, very, very spotty, very sporadic. Comes in here and there. He's been a backup for, for quite a while now. Um, So yeah, I, and I don't really see him doing much. Pittsburgh's got a pretty, uh, you know, uh, uh, above average defense. I think they're going to get fits all day. Um, You know, everyone's already been talking. You know, the 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 offense is taking a step down. If you have Metcalf, if you have Lockett, you know, th- those guys are going to you know definitely take a dip down in production. So it's kind of known already the Seattle offense is definitely not gonna be what it is under under you know Russell Wilson you know being out with a you know jacked up finger. so yeah I, I definitely see this Pittsburgh minus five they went easy at least by a touchdown so that's I think that's a that's a definite lock I like that pick.
0: Nico what do you think? What do you think Nico?
1: Do we lose him <laughs> do we lose
2: you Nico Nico you go talk to us. All right. Now I finally collected my thoughts, and I can express to you how I really feel. <laughs> I was holding my tongue in my microphone, but here I am. Here I am.
1: I, I, call it
2: the, I call it the Fitz magic magic, you know. It's kind of like whenever these guys get a chance to go in, and Gino did a good job. He marched down. He scored, in that one with Lockett, Lockett fell. You know, he would have caught that. I think it would have been seven for seven, and – So I think Gino's going to come out. He knows it's his only chance. So he is going to go for it all the way. Just like with a new coach, they come in and they're fired up. It's not just another game. He knows the player, so he gets them fired up. And I don't know how many times a new coach or new quarterbacks come in, and you've seen that – how many times Brady came in, you know, when Bledsoe was out. And, look, I think he turned out okay. So – but – I think. are you comparing Gino Smith to Brady? Come on, people! <laughs> that local. Yeah, but
1: Brady, that local? Did it with his, Brady did it his first shot. Geno's been in the league for a long time already, and he just he just does he just hasn't he just hasn't proven that he can do it. So
2: I mean I, I'm, I, I just, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying I'm looking into my my crystal ball, which I call <laughs> the Golden Gate Fog Ball, and it says that Gino is going to have a good game and that straight out Seahawks are going to win this game. So wow. I, you heard it here. Okay. And last week I had three money line games. They you know, underdogs they all came in. And the week before that, and I'll give you my three later, but for right now, I don't want to chime in yet. Georgie, you take it from here and uh my hot mic will be given up to you now. So
0: <laughs> Who's, who was the one who picked Dallas
2: minus four? That was me. Okay, talk to me. You got me. Well, if you guys haven't noticed, Dallas is on fire. They're playing as well as they ever have in the past. And they have Z. I mean, they have a great receiving core. They've got a good running back. And Dak is playing as good, if not as better than anybody in the National Football League. He's percentage on uh, on passes that are caught and everything else is just it's up there. And Dallas is just on fire. And they are one of those things that they're really good when they're on fire, and when they suck, they really suck. So they're either hot or cold. And they're hot right now, and I think they'll go into any house. America's team, you know, will come in, and I see them winning straight out. So if you want, you know, um, a lock of the week, that was my second lock of the week. So again, I disagreeing with you guys, but this I is why I'm I like Nico it. Las Vegas, and not no. Nico Reno. You know, I like it. Heck, what do you think?
1: Uh, I, I, I agree. Uh, that Dallas is. I mean, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders, you know. And um, Zeke's Zeke's healthy. I mean, last year was a big question mark. You know, he was getting over COVID and he just didn't have the season that, that we, we thought he would have last year. He's he's running it this year. Zeke is, you know, and we haven't even heard from Tony Pollard much, right? Because Zeke's just handling his business. You know, first couple of games,
0: Pollard's getting in some run. He's getting a little run. Yeah, yeah. But, mean, Zeke. Is Zeke is dominating.
1: The shine isn't there. You know what I'm saying? The first couple weeks, was like, oh, my God, there was like a running back controversy. Tony Pollard's going to come in. We haven't heard any of that these last couple games. Zeke is doing his thing. But but even still, Power is, is like like you're saying he's capable as well. But I mean, they have a they have a two headed monster there, you know, behind behind the quarterback. So I yeah I like that pick. Goddard's doing his thing there at tight end. Um, yeah, not, not not Goddard, but who's Dallas Dallas's tight end? Um,
0: Dalton Schultz. Yes,
1: yeah, Schultz. Exactly. Dalton Schultz. Schultz, yeah. he's Schultz has thing. been
0: stuck. Um, he's been stuck. Yeah, minus
1: four. Yeah, I mean New England's doing great. They're they're they're, they're doing their thing too. But yeah. I definitely uh, I'm okay for sure with Dallas minus four. Sure. Yeah, that
2: one yeah, Schultz. Uh, he sees nothing. This Schultz, he sees everything, and he catches it too. So, yeah, to the <laughs> I like tune it being, a lot. I like it a lot. To the
0: tune of being the tight end four. Now, I, I, um, this, this was a week that had, to me, it had a lot of trap games. It had a lot of good teams on the road, and I always worry about you know home, you know, road favorites, home underdogs. So I'm conflicted on this game because on the one hand, everything you guys said is correct. Dallas uh, is playing well. They've got one of the. They've got an incredibly balanced offense. They are hitting on all cylinders. They're the getting line. some. They're getting some. they the line has been playing great. Trayvon Diggs is becoming a uh, a, a, a superstar in the back uh, on the back of the secondary. You got Micah Parsons, who's emerging as a rookie of the year, a defensive rookie of the year ca- candidate. Just, I mean, stars all over the place, even on the helmets. But <laughs> it, it's that. And and the other part is. The uh, Patriots they struggled to beat the Texans. Now this game was that mm-hmm. game was in Houston. This game is going to be in Foxborough, which that just worries me a little bit because it's it, it's it, you got Belichick at home, so that just me hace cosa a little bit. It, 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 it worries me a little bit. That's the only thing.
1: Um, no, right? Mean, I mean, just also remember though, George, that Dallas just put up forty-four points in the board the last game, so there. I mean, oh, it, yeah. you know, it may be a you know. The, It may come down to that, not even mattering. You know what I'm saying? They just right now they're just on. Like Nico said, they're just. I mean, they're scoring. They're putting up points in bunches. So
0: New England's good. They're averaging forty. They're averaging
2: just a hair over forty points over the last three games. Yeah. The the, the other thing I wanted to just talk about was you talked about traveling. I don't think travel fatigue is what it used to be because these guys have been home for a year, so family's a little bit tighter. Uh, these guys have been stuffed in their little places, you know, in their mansions. They've had to stay in the mansions all, you know, for a year. (laughs) But (laughs) they're ready to travel. So traveling to them, I'm sure, is exciting and reminds them as much as the locker room does. So I don't think that fatigue is really there anymore. So if anything else, it's the excitement. Like, I'm going to London. I'm going here. I'm traveling. We're going to go kick their butt. So I'm going to Boston. I I, I think visiting teams uh, aren't as fatigued as they used to be, at least for this year, so.
0: No, I do, though awesome. I, do, do, I do, do, I do, do I do kind of feel like the crowds are playing more of a part. It's I, I think the home field advantage is definitely returning. So I think that's going to be I I think that's going to be interesting in this game. Uh, the other one is another home field advantage. This is another, and this is, uh, heck, you had this one Arizona yeah. plus three. The, Arizona uh, plus three uh, that's a very talk to me. Think hey, if, uh,
1: if if you watched, if anyone watched that. incredible Incredible game between the Chargers and the Browns on Sunday. You were definitely treated to some magical football. The thing that I, the thing that stands out to me the most is that the Chargers scored 47 points on the Cleveland Browns defense. You know, the Cleveland Browns defense has been, you know, they've got a lot of hype this year. Like, oh, my God, these guys are incredible and, you know, this stout defense. But they just gave up 47 points to the Chargers. And, you know, as Chargers, you know, nothing to sneeze at, right? They, did, they You know, they went and beat KC at Arrowhead. You know, they just beat Cleveland um, by a, by a, you know throwing up a you know just unstoppable. You know, like 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 Nico's talking about Dallas. Chargers are right there too. They're just on fire right now. They're just doing their damn thing. Arizona is undefeated. You know, so to me, you know, it's it's like they say what they say about the champions. You're the champion until until somebody knocks you out, knocks you off. You know, Arizona is that team right now. They're, they're undefeated and they're going to continue to do so until someone knocks them out. I'm not seeing anything that. You know, it's so really you not know what Cleveland showed against the Chargers with that with that defense and allowing that many points. I see Arizona going in there. Kyler is just doing his damn thing. He's you know, they the, the whole offense is clicking. They're just they're just doing it. And yeah, Arizona plus three definitely
2: three points. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, I, I see more than that.
2: They're not even talking about their defense. I mean, Watt went over there for a reason, and I was yeah. kind of surprised. Like, why would you go over there? Yeah. Yeah. And their their QBs are just great. I mean, they're fast, quick coverage is good. And uh, I, I think you're going to see a lot more interceptions, even more than what they've had over Arizona. And they're just going to dominate all the way through, you know? So I agree.
0: Yeah. I, th- yes, I think Arizona wins this. I think Arizona so- wins another really good game. It's uh-huh. Baker Mayfield played a lot better They're You know, I think this, this has another shootout potential. Uh, the, the Browns oh, sure. are going to, the Browns are going to run all over the place. The the Arizona Cardinals are a little bit better against the run against the pass than they are against the run. So I, I definitely see it's going to be a healthy healthy dose of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And uh, I, I, but I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you know, when you get a player as electric as Kyler Murray, I think it's uh, you know. Uh, and by the way, Kyler Murray, who started behind, who I actually, who sat behind Baker Mayfield in Oklahoma. So some of the, a, a little, a little <laughs> so some of the a little thing little about more, there.
1: Uh, interesting. Some more trivia there. And the over-under of this game is 49 and a half. So it's going to be, it's, it's up there. I'm glad it might be higher than that. You know, thinking about hey. how many points might be scored, but 49 and a half is definitely, it's up there on the higher end of the
2: scale. Yeah, Kyler Murray and I were both in Little League together. Oh no, no, that's not true. <laughs> 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 I, <don't> uh, know. <laughs> I think I was I was running the day camps, so maybe he came through something like that. <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, exactly. so these are our picks. So, I have my Dallas as my lock of the week, in, in, and yeah. heck are you're picking Arizona. Is that correct? Arizona,
1: that's a lot. So,
2: Georgie, what is your lock, guarantee, sell the house, put bet on this game choice? Pittsburgh.
0: Oh. It's Pittsburgh. I like they Pittsburgh they're you, gotta, home. You, you
1: gotta go, you gotta and, and Pittsburgh's at home, too.
0: They, Pittsburgh's you know that, at home. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle's on the road.
1: Get Smith is on the road.
0: Much better defense. Seattle has a horrible defense. Seattle yeah. has a horrible offensive line. Starting a backup quarterback, I think it on the I road. Think Pittsburgh win and, and on the road. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. has great receivers that are gonna get open, even and that, that even Big Ben in his diminished state is gonna is gonna hit. Uh, I just think there's a lot of pluses. You know, we're, and they've got the better running game. Uh, Najee Harris has been running like crazy, and Seattle's not stopping the run. So I just think it's, I think everything is pointing towards,
2: uh, towards a cover for Pittsburgh.
1: I like it. I like it. There you go, Nico.
2: (laughs) All right. So uh, I'll, I'll talk to my friend who's uh, going to Vegas and we'll see if we can get, suggest these to him. And then, uh, we should go from there. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Nico, you want to share real quick the the guy the the three, the three underdog picks for your three
2: underdog picks for this week. Yeah, so um, I've I've actually I've been just kind of wildly picking some, and I had the three game parlay that was last week, which were the underdogs, three of them. I like to do because I hit one last week, you know, and three three of them will get you there. And and I hit the uh, the Philadelphia and the the Bills and um, what was my last one? I try remember. Uh,
0: Philadelphia Bears, the,
2: Bears. was that? and the Bears. And the Bears, that's right, because I went against Vegas. And that was the bigger payoff. It was 190 plus 190. But I just felt pretty good, and I had the week before. But this week, actually, I have three. If I'm going to pick three underdogs to put together, because you think about it, there's always three underdogs that wins. It's just a matter of finding the three that are out there. So if I had to choose three, I would pick Arizona, which I cannot believe they're an underdog. I would also pick the Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, because, again, new coach and magic happens when that happens. And then the Seahawks, just because I think the magic of Gino was going to come out. And so uh, that's pretty good. I think it ends up being like 14 to one odds for a three game pick. So if you want to go to Vegas or anything or if you know somebody that know somebody, uh, that would be my my nice little small bet. Go to dinner for a week type of thing, you know.
0: <laughs> Vámonos. Vámonos. Yeah. Well, and we're gonna get into some cheese meal real quick. I mean, cheese we pie! Nico, you kind of touch you kind of touched on it. The the Raiders have a new coach. Uh John Gruden is out. And mm-hmm. the new coach is Steve Bazaccia. So he's the former special teams coach. How do you I mean Nico, you're you're thinking they're gonna rally around you think they're gonna rally and, and play well.
2: Yeah, I think what happens is when you have a head coach, there's always conflict, you know, but respect, and there's it's everything mixed together. Uh, special team coaches, assistant coaches, all that tend to get to be the players' friends and get to know them and they're more like a player than a coach. Uh, so I think what happens is when when the coach come when the coach new coach comes in, they already have that respect for him. They have to step up and they do it. But I think he does it with the attitude of, "Hey guys, we're a team, let's get together." It's not the politics, you know, and they don't know them as having the owner's ear or NFL or any of the other stuff in all the interviews. So they get fired up because they want to be the head coach. I mean, they have a chance now to shoot, show that they can be a head coach, so they want to win. And these guys want to want him to win. So it's the organization. But I think everyone wants and the team wants this new coach to do well. Traditionally, I don't know. They may hate this guy, I don't know. But <clears throat> I've seen that happen in college level and pro. It's true. Well, I've
1: noticed it too. they, they come in they and all of a sudden they're like, wow, they won. Up. You know, I they, thought they,
2: like, I thought they were gonna lose because they don't have the coach. The you gotta out. understand the the head coach usually doesn't call the plays, you know, he's just kind of the overall. So we're in week six now. They already kind of got it down. It's just a matter of letting the offensive coordinator, who knows what to run, run his offense. So you yeah. know, we'll see.
0: that's what—that is, what that is the interesting part because Gruden did call the plays. So they're going to be—they're—they're they're now going to be the offensive coordinator calling the plays. It's—it's it's going to be interesting. You know, they have a good defense. Uh, you know, they have a veteran defense, and the thing with veterans, they're—you know—they're not as apt to getting frazzled by something like this. I think there's going to be an adjustment period. And I and I still and, and I I wouldn't touch that game because it's in Denver. And I, you know, if I were to if I were to bet a certain way, I'd bet, I'd bet on Denver. But um but I can see I I could see the whole you know rally behind them.
2: Yeah. And Carr used to call a lot of plays. He would go up the line and change them quite a bit. And I think he used to piss off Gruden. And well, of uh, I think they're going to sit there and say, go for it. You see something, you call it. And carr is gonna get love that. And he's gonna throw that bomb or know when to do it. So um I, I just say watch out. If you know, if you had to take a long shot once, you know, these guys have what five and a half, that's a good one. You know, that's a nice little payoff. So But I'm not about the money. I'm about the love and about the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things that we don't love is injuries. And we're still waiting to hear back. Uh, Today, it came out that Run-CMC, Christian McCaffrey, is 50-50 to play this week, according to head coach Matt Rule. Uh, To me, Familia, I think uh, uh, that when I hear 50-50, I think it's more like 80-20 that he's not playing.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, and it, 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 why rush it? You know, why rush? It? I don't know when, you know, when the uh, Panthers bye week is, but why,
2: why rush it? You know, if if I'm looking if, you know, up
0: their bye right or, now, I'm looking up their bye right now. I thought I, I thought yeah. I had it in there.
2: And it's still hamstring, right? That's a weird, you know, I, I didn't understand it till I had a hamstring pull. And it's just it's one of those things like it's not like a healer. Yeah. It's just it's there. It's a yeah. lot <clears> yeah. yeah. I mean, of Botox, yeah. It hurts. So
1: they had, a tough, they had a tough game last week. You know, I think this is a good bounce back, good bounce back week for them. And you know, just, just get him some rest. You know, you want run, you don't want this to happen during the playoffs, like, oh, he's maybe, oh, it's kind of bothering him. It's we're going to the playoff game. Like, no, you want him to be full power for the playoffs, get him some rest. Chuba Hubbard can, you know, get in there. Obviously, he's not CMC, but he's serviceable and he can, you know, do his do his thing you know, while CMC heals up.
2: Especially if I'm playing it's, against him, you know, I, I want him to rest up. Definitely, you know, yeah. you definitely want to <laughs> exactly. Rest up. Uh, That's me this I, week. Sure. I'm
1: playing against him this week. I <laughs> want to rest up. That's me.
0: <laughs> that. I only have him on one team. I only have him on one team, and I also happen to have uh, Saquon Barkley on that team. So oh, uh, somehow that team is five and zero. Oh. Well, I also picked up Corderell Patterson at the end, and uh, so I'm I'm looking okay because of that but still it's uh you know i, I want both of them he- back and healthy so saquon yeah. you know we haven't heard definitive on his a- on sprained ankle but uh, i you know just looking at everything uh and well our our buen amigo dr edwin porras uh said that that this is a one to two week injury that he thinks so um one week would be this week i'd i'd be hopeful but i'm not counting on it I'd, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, so let's yeah sprained ankles. You just never know. So we're gonna get we're gonna do a couple previews, uh, and then we're gonna get into you know a quick adentro y afuera. So one of the let's start with a Thursday night football preview. We've got the Buccaneers at four and one at the Eagles two and three. So traveling to Philly, it's not snowball weather, so there so people aren't going to be throwing anything. But you know the Eagles fans are going to be reminding. Tom Brady about the Super Bowl win that the Eagles had over the, over the new England Patriots. Uh, but the Buccaneers, Tom's new team are seven point favorites and it's a 52 and a half point uh, over under. I mean, when it comes yeah. to players, is there, I mean, I'm firing up everybody. You got, you got Brady, who's the QB one overall right now, with seventeen hundred sixty-seven yards passing. You got Mike Evans; he's the wide receiver eleven. You've got Chris Godwin at the wide receiver thirteen. They've both got twenty-nine receptions. They both—they're both, you know, flirting with four hundred yards receiving. So Antonio Brown, who had that huge game last week, he was just targeting them all over the place. He's missed one game, so he's only the wide receiver twenty-six. The tough part is Gronk is out for this game. So a little bit of cheese may worked in here, and uh, you but you do have Leonard Fournette who's kind of taking over the 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 starting duties with the running back.
2: I, I mean, primos,
0: anybody worried about anybody any, anybody starting
2: in this game? Well, didn't Brady hurt his finger? I mean, it's the new, the, you know, finger. Everybody's
0: got to. Everybody's got to hurt hurt their finger.
1: Of yeah, seems like that. Yeah, his thumb, right? His right, his, his throwing thumb. So yeah, that's yeah uh I, you know it's Tom Brady you know he'll find some magical way to to get that thing that it felt all better so yeah, yeah i mean i, 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 I really had really a typing
2: good. accident it was terrible oh a terrible. typing
1: accident <clears throat> <laughs> thanks space bar
2: I, <laughs> I
0: guess no. I
1: yeah. ouch <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, on the no, phillies you're,
1: you're firing up everybody you're firing up everybody for the you know for territory
0: yeah and i think i think even you know a sneaky good play in dfs is uh, Fournette because the eagles are number 19 against the running back they're pretty good against the quarterback and wide receiver so uh and you know not uh you know bottom half on tight end but uh again there's no tight end no tight end worth starting on the with tampa bay but uh on the philly side there's some interesting ones jalen hurts uh, he's a, he's an every week starter now isn't he he's the qb7 right now QB seven, on the season. of course
1: heck yeah <clears throat>
0: With the running, with the running ability, he's got already got forty three brushes, two hundred fifty six yards. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at him, but the thing is, I I he, the one I'm worried about is Miles Sanders. Uh, he did get sixteen touches last week, uh, for fifty one total yards. But uh, I mean, do you want to put him, lock him into your lineup at this point because you used an early pick on him?
1: Man, that's tough. I mean, yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are underperforming right now, you know, I got Calvin Ridley on my squad and he's underperforming, Miles Sanders underperforming. Uh it, it's I mean with with a, the over under at 53 or 52 and a half. I mean, I, he's he's got to break out at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, he's he Miles
0: but it's—I don't know if it's this week. I mean, the the yeah. the the Bucks are incredible against the run. They're That's they're true. number nine against running back point in, in running backs and fantasy points, but okay. they are number one in fewest rushing yards allowed. They're averaging 30, they're allowing only thirty-nine point six rushing yards now. Yeah. I think part of it is they're that good, and the other part of it is teams are just not running on them because. The Bucks are allowing 319 yards passing per game, so yeah. I, th- I think I, mean, I think you know at
1: this point in the season you know your squad, you know your team, you know you know your bench. So it just comes down to if you can afford to, you know, start somebody else over Miles Sanders on your team, probably a good idea. But you, know, you may not have a guy. You, know, you may have two running backs on your team, and you picked up the rest, you know, flex, you know, receivers and tight ends, and you know you may not have anybody or your guy where you have David Montgomery and you have a you know a couple. of other guys in your squad that are injured and you're kind of forced to start miles Sanders. But yeah, if you have an extra guy and you can swap them out, yeah, it's probably a good idea.
0: Plus the buys are here. So they,
2: I mean, there are definitely some players. Right. That, you're, that, that, that doesn't help either.
1: Yeah. It already fins yeah. out, let the thin out your lineup anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. My phone's blowing up. I'm not sure what's going on, but I forget people are trading at 2 a.m. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Go to bed. Uh, it's,
0: it's, only, it's only Ricky. Well, sometimes it's his brother Mikey because he's in in England. So it's uh, yeah. two, 2 o'clock in the morning here is uh, 10, a, 10 a.m. in England. So. Exactly. Uh, but, so I'm thinking you're firing up Devontae Smith. One guy that, that is a sneaky dart throw is Quez Watkins who's uh, only caught 13 balls this year, but he's averaging 20 yards, 20.5 yards per reception. Wow. And, uh, you know, w- against that defense, the Bucks are only 20. They're number 28 against wide receivers. I think the way that the Eagles are going to win are, are going to have a chance to win is through the air they're throwing. So uh, I think Watkins is a dart throw, especially in DFS. The interesting part is Dallas Goddard went on COVID uh, the COVID IR today. So Zach Ertz, I think, I think okay, Zach Ertz is a play Zach
1: Ertz. Yeah. This might be Zach Ertz day, a day to come out.
0: Zach-
1: and get, get some targets and get some, get some run.
0: Yeah. Zach Ertz, A.K. Lazarus, Lazaro. So I do this meal. So one more game that we're going to preview: Chargers at Ravens. Chargers Ooh. are four and one. Ravens Ravens are four and one. Baltimore's a three point favorite, coming off of that electric game that they just, that that they came back from a twenty two to three deficit and won 25 and over the Colts in overtime. And I, as I said, they're three point favorites. Fifty two point over under. Ah, uh, you know, even though the the ravens have that great reputation for for defense it's not happening this year they're no. i'm looking at their numbers they're number 26 against running backs number 9 against wide receivers number 15 against tight ends number 20 i mean number 15 against quarterbacks number 28 against tight ends i mean i, I i'm looking at the, i'm looking at this lineup i mean for me, the chart everything starts with with the Chargers with Justin Herbert. I mean, oh. he I think he has vaulted himself. I mean, there's already MVP talk with him. He's vaulted Absolutely. himself. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah I, I even heard a podcast today where somebody said that they would take uh Justin Herbert over Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I was like, I think I want give me give me something what he's drinking, you know. Well, if you think of it I, this
1: way: look look at look at this in the last three games. Justin Herbert has thrown eleven touchdown passes in three games, in the last three games. Uh, no, nobody else has done that. I don't think anybody else is even close to that. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, you know. So mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's on fire. He started off. He started the year slow. One TD in game one. One TD in game two. And since then, the guy has just exploded. Just, it's like ridiculous. He also had a you know, twenty-nine yards rushing last. Last game, 20 yards, 29 yards rushing, and a, and a rushing TD yep. as well. Five total. Five total. So, so actually, it's eight passing, eight, 11 passing, one rushing. So, he has yeah. 12 TDs in three games. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Justin Herbert has 12 TDs in the last three games. That's crazy. I mean, again, like I said, the, the Browns defense was this, you know, highly respected defense oh man they're going to you know they're going to do this and that and the other carved them 47 points
2: yeah he he's know, so in for the long cool. haul you are going to start to hear about herbert sherbert that'll be the next one come out try <laughs> no, my ass <Oscar. laughs> here herbert sher no i I think, I think
0: i think heck heck you've got one right you on want rainbow, rainbow
1: herbert was it that's, that's right it <laughs> that was last year before before the season yeah that's rainbow herbert yeah man yeah. that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be the new flavor <laughs> okay. i think yeah, a nice probably, arc.
2: perfect arc every time Dude, it's you know he's
1: he, I mean yeah Ravens have I don't think the Ravens have a chance here especially the you know they they gave up a good chunk of points in you know on on Monday night and they're they're coming off a short week so they have one less day to prepare. The Chargers have a full week of rest. Ravens, you know, coming off a short week. Uh, I uh, yeah I, I, I like them a lot. <laughs> a little bit I'll of defense.
2: Baltimore fumbled on the what the four. I mean, yeah. they should have that game in hand early, but the, no matter what happened, they still came back. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule them out completely. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think the uh, the uh, Cleveland uh, Charger game it was one of the lowest uh, over unders. And what did they end up with a basketball score? It's just like, come on, you know, it's <laughs> yes. crazy. You, yes. Even the guys on the wager wire were like, yeah, lock of the week, the under on that Charger, you know, Cleveland game. And those guys were like, oh, man, that was wrong. So right. yeah, I think it's going to be, be a high school game. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be. more the same fun. here.
1: There's going to be a super shooter. This is going to be so fun to watch. Can't wait. Yeah.
0: I, you know, and I, I was looking at, uh, at at weather in Maryland for the Washington game, and uh, so the the Washington football team and Kansas City, which I'm going to talk, we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, it doesn't look like there's going to be much uh, w- weather issues in Baltimore this week. They're um, mostly sunny on Sunday, so it, it looks like it's going to be a pretty. It, it looks like it's going to be good football weather. I think I, I agree. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think you're firing up every charger uh keep an eye on mike williams he did miss today with a knee injury but uh, again on wednesdays so many guys are taking a maintenance day, quote unquote so. it's a
1: quote unquote knee injury just yeah you know, you're you've been you've been balling out mike takes get some rest you know just hang out you know come back tomorrow so
0: yeah
2: you, you know it's funny georgie you mentioned weather but uh i i mean it's gotten so bad we we have a, a dome It's you know they call the game for weather and and there's a dome in LA. You know, (laughs) how does that happen? You know, so you know, pretty soon hurricanes in Los Angeles, you know, it's all they were
1: reporting power outages, there were power surges, power outages. So it wasn't it wasn't a delay because of rain, it was delayed because of lightning. It was a lightning delay, it was an electricity delay. And so well, use- the marketing
2: department really screwed up. They thought it would be kind of cool with the lightning for the Chargers, but like, whoa, dude, a little bit too much. <laughs> slow yeah, down. Slow yeah. you know, yeah, down little a, too little much. a little <laughs> bit,
1: God. You know, He's he a know, Charger you know, fan. Come on. God's a Charger fan.
0: Also <laughs> cool. sneaky... A little a little sneaky play. I mean, you're playing Mike Williams, you're playing Keenan Allen, you're playing Marquise Brown, who's surprisingly the wide receiver six on the season. Touchdown um, leader,
1: touchdown leader, Mike Williams. He has the most yeah. TDs of all wide receivers in the NFL. So far.
0: oh yeah. Six. So we exactly six. Uh with 40, 471 yards. Now, here's the interesting uh part. Muinte de Both defenses have been getting gashed by tight ends. So I, you're definitely playing Mark Andrews, who's the wide who's the tight end too. Beast mode, Mark Andrews, man, that was monster, game. Game. Monster, monster game, monster game against the against the uh, against the Colts last week. But Jared Cook, sneaky. I mean, he's tight end 15 on the season. He had a couple of really, he had a couple of really big plays, including one I think it was a fourth down play where uh, he he got a little wheel route that he took that he took it for about 20 yards That's and right. Uh, That's right. That's right. I think he's. I think he's a sneaky play this week, so uh, I'm uh, definitely definitely looking at him. Uh, also, keep an eye on Latavius Murray as a running back. Uh, the Chargers are number 27 against running backs. They are not defending the run particularly well. Latavius Murray, Lamar Jackson. I mean, obviously, you're starting Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson could have a big running game in this one. So, uh, I think I think uh, plenty plenty to talk about. So, uh, hey, let's get into some adentro y afuera. Close it out. Right. so uh you know i i i was having a tough time with some so I, I, this one i mean throw some you know throw throw some throw some caca at me feel free for being uh being uh, being captain obvious el obio but uh el novio who's the novio uh patrick mahomes at washington this week now i know you're starting him he's the qb1 on the he's the qb2 on the season right now so you're you're playing him no matter what but i'm saying this is kind of like A warning that the game could go nuclear, kind of like that game against Tampa Bay during the regular season where he went for 462 yards and five touchdowns, where he threw for like 300 yards in the first quarter or something like that. I think it's a perfect storm. The weather is going to be great. You know, clear skies and 63 in Washington. That's the only thing that's kind of gives me a little cosa. But, uh, the, he's in. Now this is what he's averaging in his losses: two hundred ninety-one point seven yards per passing per game, and he's thrown eight TDs. This is in the losses. So uh, I think he's coming. He's coming off a loss. This is a team that's too good. Washington is giving up 301 yards passing per game and giving wow. up almost three touchdowns yeah. passes a game. This is the baseline. This is where, this is That's the ground. Floor. This is ground floor for him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking you're firing him up. He, they're the Washington football team. They're number 31 against the quarterback. I, you know, I, I'm I'm calling a 400 yard game on this one, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it, man. He's he's. I'm sure he's frustrated. You know what I'm saying, and I think the, the the football field is where he releases some of that frustration and just you know puts a pounding on that Washington secondary. And I, I see it. I think he's going to try to just go and yeah, I think nuclear is the right word. I think he's just going to try to put you know lay down the gauntlet, lay down the wood on 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 that secondary. And he's you know it might be one of those uh, Nick Foles six TD games, man. We'll see. It's going to be it's going to be crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, Good Mahomes day. has learned not to run. Uh, you know, take the slide, do all that. I think he's all done with that. I think he's going to take do whatever it takes to win because there's no way he's going to have another loss. I mean, this will be his. It's already his worst That's start. Washington,
1: ever. their defense is their 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 secondary is terrible. Yeah.
2: Ah, they're just getting
0: torched. Just yeah. getting torched. So that that one's up. so. So uh, let's go to London. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't down, do a, You know, I don't. I don't do a very good uh, London London accent, so uh, maybe I'll do it. (laughs) Uh, London
2: London accent. It's like accent. I'll do it for a while. You got to watch Ted Lasso; that'll help you out a little bit. You know.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I'm going to get a spot of tea for Mr. James Robinson. I I mean, I'm looking at this one. There's no home field advantage. Well, there is kind of a home field advantage for Jacksonville, but you know, Miami's giving up 120 yards rushing per game just to the running backs and almost 50 or 50 receiving yards to the running backs. Uh, you know, Robinson hasn't been getting a lot of work in the passing game, but I, I think that changes this week at I the, I, I, you know, he's back to back games with 18 carries. And again, the, the, the dolphins are one of the worst defenses in against the running back right now. I, I any, anybody, am I, anybody want to call me local for this one?
1: No, like you said, do, do, all you need is all, that's all you got to say is the Dolphins have a bad defense against the run. James Robinson is he's he's ready to rock, man. He's gonna have a great game here. He's he's uh, <laughs> Miami's giving up 120 rushing yards a game.
2: Robinson's gonna eat him up for sure. I, I like I mean, calling you loco, but I, I agree with what you're saying. So,
0: <laughs> so the next one uh, that that I'm yeah. going on, wide receiver side, this is the last adentro pick. Uh, Chase Claypool against seattle i mean seattle number 29 against the wide receivers they're giving up 212 passing yards a game just to the wide receivers and i think claypool is going to benefit from juju smith schuster uh you know local product a usc usc alum uh i'm looking at claypool just coming in and taking some of the targets that, that juju left behind and I, I'm looking at him. This is a guy who's got a 25% target share with Juju there. So I mean, I think that's. I mean, obviously Deontay Johnson is going to get part of it, but I mean, he's get he, this. He's such a freak athlete. He's such a super freak. Uh, yeah. The deep threat. I th- and against that bad secondary, I think. I think this is a, this is potential for a big game for him.
1: Oh, for sure. And then you know, talk about clock management or or, or
0: time of possession
1: rather. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how much time of possession is Seattle going to have? They're going to have like a, a beat down offense. I think they're going to have a couple of three and outs in there with Gino back there. So the, I think, I think uh, Pittsburgh's going to have the ball a lot more, you know, and that being said, you know, if they're, if you're going to give, you know, if they're going to be running the clock and having that, having that ball on their side in big Ben's hands, he's, he's going to throw that ball out to Claypool. Yeah, for sure. This, 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 this is a good opportunity. I think as any, for Claypool to have a real big show.
2: Well, Seattle's got the twelfth man, but I I don't think they can play them. So, you know, but they're going to try. <laughs> Twelve man on the field uh, again. Twelve man on the field again. I don't think the fans are getting it. <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man. So I'm going to go to uh, the afuera side. All right. And uh, the, the, we've already talked a little bit about uh, about this team, uh, more than a little bit about the Raiders. I'm putting Derek Carr there on the quarterback side. I I know we ta- I know Nico Nico. Feel free to disagree, but I'm yep, looking at him it. the the last two times he's thrown 196 he's thrown for 196 and 206 yards in the last two games. I I know he's a veteran. I know that. that you know the the play caller is gonna work has been working with him even though he's he hasn't been calling the plays the the offensive coordinator. I look at him as uh, you know a tough play this week because you got Denver. Denver, they're they're no joke. They're they're a good defense again. They're they're one of the top defenses out there, uh, all around defenses. They're number two against the quarterback this season. So that and and it's in Denver, mile high. So not Mile High Stadium, but it's at Mile High. It's a mile, mile high. high. <laughs> uh, you know who who uh, who wants to who who wants in on this one?
1: I agree. Yeah, uh, Denver defense is no joke. Derek Carr. I mean, the Raiders is as a whole. They, they, there is some turmoil there. I mean, yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about you know the bounce back game, but a bounce back game is kind of more warm and fuzzy stuff. You know, Denver defense in reality is. You know they're they're no joke, so they're going to give Derek Carr some
2: fits, and I think he's going to have a tough time. I quite think that Derek Carr is going to do quite right there, eh? and he's going to be the other coach. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought I was in England again. So, um, <laughs> no, I think I think Carr is going to um, assume like another co- coach role. He'll talk to his players. He'll guide them even better than he ever has done before. I think actually, sh- Derek Carr has a good game, and the Raiders win. Oh. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Well, the next yeah, one, I we're staying with know. Derek's. We're we're staying
0: with Derek's on this one. Uh, right. And this, this one, one, I think, I think you guys might, th- might might think I'm crazy. It. We're getting a little feedback. Uh, this one, you guys might think I'm crazy. I'm looking at Derek Henry a little Whoa. bit. Oh, I, I I now, familia, before you yeah, before you get crazy, I'm not saying to sit him. But I'm saying when I say afuera, I'm saying you know, kind of you know, kind of lower the the expectations. Lower the expectations because something is going to win in this one. You got the unstoppable force, Derrick Henry, who is an absolute unmitigated stud, and you know he's gonna he is gonna have every chance to be the RB one this season because he has just been unstoppable, Uh, and this game is in Tennessee. Against the immovable object. The Bills are giving up only forty nine point eight rush yards per game.
1: Oh my god.
0: And in the last four games, you got Henry averaging one hundred and forty-five point five. What's I, gonna get what? what I don't I don't I, don't, I, I,
2: don't. I think Buffalo's yeah. gonna stop him. So Ooh.
0: this is on Monday night football, by the way. So this is gonna be the 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 fans are gonna be in you know out out for blood, but yeah, it's uh How about you, Heck?
1: No, I I I mean, Derrick Henry has had some bad games over the last couple of years. You know, it's not like he's not, you know, a hundred percent guaranteed to go out there and just you know, light up you know, the fantasy football world and get numbers. Every once in a while, Derrick Henry lays an egg, or not necessarily an egg, but you know, has a has a has a lays a stinker of a fantasy game. And this is probably that game for this year. This is probably going to be that game where, you know, he might go up there, and maybe don't, you know, rush for, you know, 70 yards, no touchdowns. And, you know, the owners are going to lose their mind because he only got you know seven points or whatever it is. But, you know, it exactly. it's just, it happens, you know, that the beast that he is every once in a while is going to have a bad game. And if there is ever a time to have a bad game, it's probably going to be this one.
0: Yeah, I think this one's going to be an, this one's going to be a tough game. I mean, it's definitely going to be a big test for the Buffalo Buffalo Bills defense. But you know, they just they they just passed one of the biggest tests by going into Kansas City and beating Mahomes on a Sunday night football. So uh, I, I think this Buffalo defense may be for real. Yeah, I mean, so,
1: from, a fantasy, from a fantasy standpoint, like you're saying, you know, temper your expectation. But they may just open him up instead of running him into that wall. They may just you know use him more in the passing game. So he may not necessarily get a bunch of rushing yards, <laughs> but at the end of the day, if he ends up with a couple of, you know, nice dink and dunks and, you know, so right after the catch, he still can end up with, with a nice little chunk of points, not so much on the ground, though, more in part of the passing game.
2: Yeah, I mean, he needs three steps before he starts going. If they stop on step two, he usually doesn't go anywhere. You know, it's kind of like the the ball that's rolling down the hill as long as you can hold it at first, but once it starts rolling, man, you, you're you in trouble. So no yeah. Problem.
0: That one, that one's a bowling ball. So we're going to stop him them. when he gets when, sure. when he gets when he gets that head of steam. So, yeah, just, yeah. oh. so the last one, uh, <laughs> let me know if you're if you think I'm crazy, because I think uh somebody liked Dallas on this one, but Amari Cooper at New England. Uh so a couple of reasons why I put him on here. Uh he's been battling a hamstring injury. So and and the yeah. other part is he blew up in week one against Tampa, but in all the games since He's had no more than six targets in any game, and he's had three receptions in exact exactly three receptions every week since then. To me, that's not that that's not someone that that is going to be finishing very high in weekly rankings. And New England again, we're back to we're back to talking about the fact that this game is in Foxborough. Yeah. New England is number eight against wide receivers. They're giving up a total of 160 passing yards to the receivers. So, uh, between the hamstring injury, I'm I, I'm really fading Cooper. I mean, I I, yeah. I I think this is this is a potential trap game for the Cowboys. Uh, that's why I don't want st- to I don't want to stay away from it. I want to stay away from it.
1: No, it, it, and it's 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 it almost seems like. Um, Dak Prescott has just found, you know, more favorable targets for him, for his game. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been talking earlier, Nico mentioned that, you know, Dallas is at yeah. all cylinders They're clicking, they're playing amazing. And, and even that being said, Amari Cooper is not part of all that success. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it seems like, like Dak is, you know, he's just kind of like, he's, he's being successful even without having to target Amari Cooper, which is crazy. So something's up there. Maybe it's a hammy thing. Maybe he's not getting separation out there. So, yeah, definitely is something to be concerned about. And, uh, yeah, definitely you can fade Amari Cooper. Something's some, not right there for sure.
2: How about you, Gigante? Um, I I concur, Captain. <laughs> <Capito>. Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see that today? Captain Kirk was in outer space today. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Unbelievable! Oh, uh, now, now, I, I, every time I think I've seen everything, then something like that happens. So I lose you me. Know, but uh, yeah, every everybody, eso es todo for our show. Hopefully, everybody, hopefully everybody out there has been uh, making sure to liking and subscribing this on youtube so please make sure you're checking us out uh get get those updates we're going to be getting a lot of content out here i'm going to start doing some short uh, some little short pieces on like individual players or teams or something like that just a couple you know maybe two three minutes on on something like that dropping them on the youtube channel also make sure you're uh, going going special thanks to anchor for putting us on apple google spotify if you want us on audio mm-hmm. subscribe there and please leave us a review wherever you get you can Again, we got original content at FamiliaFFB.com. Please go read that Clayton Kershaw, Matthew Stafford story. You're going to love it. I I do say so myself. Uh, Yeah, baby. And Go to FamiliaFFB on Twitter and Instagram. Heck, where are they finding you? At what the heck. Two Ts. You can find me at JorgeMartin17. Please make sure you're following us on Facebook. And remember, everybody – Go Dodgers! Oh, Giants, baby. baby! Adios, amigos! Orale, or, orale, 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 Julio Urias. Mucha buena suerte. My mom is going to play the turn around and veladora for you. She's probably already uh-huh. got it on for you. But, uh-huh. and, remember, and remember, everybody, somos raza. Always remember, todos somos familia. Salud!